Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast. It's Thursday, April 27th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Happy draft day for the NFL and especially Kansas City. Four years after the announcement of the event coming to town, it's here. Tens of thousands will be sitting on the Liberty Memorial Hill and watch NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell announce the first round selections and then hug many of them. The announcements will continue Friday and Saturday until all 259 players have been drafted. The first team to make a selection is the Carolina Panthers. And on today's show, Charlotte Observer columnist Scott Fowler drops by the studio for a conversation about how the Panthers, without having the NFL's worst record, worked their way into the top spot. And the likelihood of using that selection to take Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. Later in the show, you'll hear from Young and other draft prospects, Will Levis and C.J. Stroud, the quarterbacks from Kentucky and Ohio State. Uh, They were among 17 draft prospects who attended a youth clinic at Central High on Wednesday. Okay, let's get started talking NFL draft with Scott Fowler and star columnist Sam McDowell. Scott, it's great to have you here in town. Welcome to Kansas City. Thank you, Blair. It's uh, a real honor to be joining this prestigious show. <laughs> I will edit out that laugh, too. <laughs> but we got Sam McDowell here on the occasion of the NFL draft. We're taping this on Wednesday, the day before the draft. People are hearing it on Thursday, the day of the draft. So um, t- tell us what brings you to Kansas City. I imagine if the Carolina Panthers had, I don't know, the, the 16th pick, you might not be here, but that is not the case. That's right. Uh, I'm here. I would not have come even if they had the ninth pick. and Which is what you know, they had originally. They had in March, and then they made this trade, and and so that that brought me to Kansas City, which looks like it's really set up beautifully for the for the NFL draft. But yes, uh, certainly I'm coming here with the idea that it's Bryce Young and that uh, we'll be writing Bryce Young stories uh, tomorrow night and for the foreseeable future. But of course, things have been surprising here. I've come. I've done this a couple of times before. One time I was. In 2011, I went to New York and covered Cam Newton getting drafted at number one. That worked out so well. The next year, I went back in 2012. The Panthers had a slightly lower pick, number nine, and it was Luke Keekley, which sounds good, except Luke Keekley was not at the draft. <laughs> How inconvenient. That was a problem. I was in New York, and he was in Cincinnati, so that trip didn't work out well. I'm hoping this one works out better. So you came here with the intention that it's going to be Bryce Young. Do you think the Panthers made that trade already with the intention of it being Bryce Young? I'm not sure for sure that they did. I think maybe they were 60-40 that way or something, uh, but wanted to have all these people 
investigated more and uh, go to all the pro days and everything else and make sure that they didn't get too over enamored with C.J. Stroud or, or Richardson or Levis. I mean, I, th- I think they tried to keep an open mind, but it feels like in the last two or three weeks they're hinting without hinting that that's what it's going to be. I mean, Scott Fitterer, their GM, who's, who's very uh, honest and as far as GMs go, said at their press conference last week, uh, well, we can put him on a nutritional pr- plan here and really get him a little thicker. And a li- like, I mean, they're already down that path, I thought. He was saying it theoretically, but it didn't sound too theoretical. They can't, they can't put him on a height program, no. though, can they? Um, mm-hmm. So we got a chance to talk with him today at Central High School in Kansas City. Had you spoken with Bryson before? Never. I, I, what were your, so what were your impressions of talking to him today? Very polished, I thought. Um, yeah, certainly a guy who's going to be good in front of the cameras. And I thought it was his quote, I, did a, I know a lot of people ask him that question. And when I asked him the question about height, he goes, well, I can't grow. It's <laughs> out of my control. And he seems to have a, a number of uh, sort, sort of pat answers to these uh, questions that I'm sure he's been asked many times. Uh, but another example from the Panthers press conference last week, they say he only had two passes batted down for the entire season. And Russell Wilson in his senior or final year at Wisconsin had three at roughly the same height. Baker Mayfield Panther fans know this. Baker Mayfield sometimes had four or five batted down in the same game. So this is uh, has been a problem for the Panthers and maybe will be a problem for Young, but I think they're going to bite the bullet on that one. You know, the, the Panthers, talk about how um, the Panthers got themselves in this situation where they, they need to have a, you know, a franchise quarterback because just a few years ago, they looked to be in great shape. With, right. with Cam Newton, and I think they were last in the playoffs in 17, right? Cam, right, with Cam and McCaffrey, and things just seemed to be still trending well for the Panthers, but no winning record since then. Exactly, yeah, they, um, as you guys know, I mean, you're you're lucky to cover a, you know, generational talent, <clears throat> and we had that in Charlotte in the mid-2010s. The Panthers made the playoffs, uh, won their division or made the playoffs four times in five years, made the Super Bowl in the middle of that, lost it. But still, uh, they were great. And then suddenly T.J. Watt hit Cam Newton in the shoulder in Pittsburgh and wrecked things, wrecked Cam. Uh, We didn't know it at the time, but that became a series of injuries, and they have never replaced him. And you know how quarterback-centric the league is. So... Once that happened, they've re- tried to replace him four or five times, and that's why they've gotten in this jam. Now they've got a pretty decent team around the, around whatever this person would be, and the guy's kind of set up to succeed. They've got their whole offensive line returning and some decent skill players, uh, but you know whether Bryce Young can snap right in there, who knows. But that's, that's where they got themselves in this mess. The short answer is Cam Newton got hurt. Uh- People around here, just Big Twelve country, and and then of course Nebraska fans, they know Matt Rule, and uh, I I had a really good impression of him the first time I talked to him at a Big Twelve media day a few years ago, his first year at Baylor. Um, I I didn't think it was a, a bad hire when when uh, he joined the Panthers, but I w- I just wasn't sure. He did have some NFL background. Was the quarterback situation the reason it didn't work out for ultimately for Matt Rule? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you can... Could anybody have salvaged that? Well, they could have salvaged it if they picked the right guy, but they kept picking the wrong guy. They had Teddy Bridgewater in there for a while, and then they, you know, they latched their uh, fortunes to Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold and, uh, you know, a string of guys who just weren't very good uh, in a row. And that really, that's basically it. I agree with you that I didn't think Matt at the time was a bad hire and I like him a lot as a person but you can't if you don't solve quarterback in the NFL you will get fired in a you know he in his case only two and a quarter years and you know I know I'm sure people love him I'm sure he's in the honeymoon period right now in Nebraska that's going to be a tough uh that's going to be tough but he's he may be better suited for college yeah, we'll see. Um, he, he he clearly had his successes at Temple and, and, and at Baylor, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Okay, we, we would be remiss if we didn't ask you as a visitor, as a guest, um, uh, what what are the uh, what is the the impression of the Kansas City Chiefs from 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 your angle, from living in Charlotte, covering the sports scene in the Carolinas, uh, running that great podcast, Legends of the Carolinas, that uh, that you host. Um, when, when you look at Kansas City and the Chiefs, what do you what do you see? Well, I'm just completely jealous, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had anything like that, uh, except for Cam Newton in 2015. Right. The Panthers did have a glimpse of that, sort of. But uh, you know, the I just it seems to me like y'all are covering an improv act, and it just it's so and, and a talented one, and. Just a team that I mean, and Andy Reid from afar seems like, like a real pleasure. So, uh, and the Chiefs, goodness, I mean, I, I I don't know how many more they'll they'll win, but believe me, around the rest of the uh, league, uh, I'm sure fans and journalists are are envious. Be appreciative of what you have, Kansas City. This does not come along all the time, as I. You know, for a while we kind of took Cam Newton for granted there. I mean, he, oh, he had 300 yards passing and 100 yards rushing. That was another Sunday. That was normal. And nowadays, uh, you know, they they struggle to score 17 points. So <laughs> it's just enjoy it. What um, uh, I don't know how Sam. I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I go to games at Arrowhead Stadium wherever we cover the Chiefs with the expectation they're going to win the game. Mm. Every single time. Really? Yes. Yeah. And they're often the betting favorite, right? They probably can count on one hand the number of times they haven't been a betting favorite uh, with Mahomes at quarterback. But, um, I, you know, I find myself, as, as the game unfolds and, you know, in their fourth quarter and they're not ahead, kind of stunned. Yeah. At least we got something to write about now. Yeah. They somehow lost a game. Right. Um, yeah. And you're right. I, I guess I'm to the point where I sort of take it for granted. I think I'll feel this way as long as he's the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's, their, their losses are actually more interesting to get into because <laughs> yeah, something went mm. unusual in those games as opposed to their wins. But, um, you know, it struck me when you mentioned even that Bryce Jung will have something to write about for the next few days, probably with him. Like, it's gotten to here. We're writing about this guy every day for the last six years now. It's every aspect of his life. I mean, it's basically our jobs to uncover everything that this guy goes through on a daily basis from the physical standpoint to what we're trying to get in his head from a mental standpoint. I mean, you view the Kansas City Chiefs and this quarterback as synonymous things. And when Andy Reid came here, I think we anticipated maybe from a coaching perspective that would be a case. Like, these are Andy Reid's Chiefs, but they're fully this quarterback's team. 
and really haven't had that in Kansas City ever. Um, I'm sure back, you know, in the late '60s, it was you know early '70s considered Lynn Dawson's team, but um, you know, I mean, played for Hank Stram, and so like this is fully Patrick Mahomes' team, and there's probably only a few franchises now, especially with you know the shifting quarterback landscape over the past couple of years. Obviously, the past couple of days with with Green Bay and New York, there's probably only a couple teams left that I think fully view it the way that the way that Kansas City probably views its team in that way. Yeah, that's uh, that's something else. When did that you know that idea that they're going to win every game? Like, how, how far back did that go for you guys? Well, I'll tell you. For me personally, I was uh, I was with the team on a daily basis when Mahomes was his starter, um, and his first game was at San Diego, and he throws four touchdown passes, and you, you think that this is incredible. The next week they go to Pittsburgh and he throws six. Good. So in his first two NFL games, he's got six touchdown pass or ten touchdown passes and no inter- no interceptions, and it's just jaw dropping. It's, it's what, what are we seeing here? And I actually, I think it got up to about 15 touchdowns before he threw his first pick, so 15 or 18. That was the team that lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game in overtime mm. uh, at Arrowhead, the first of the five in a row AFC title games played in Kansas City. And I, as that year unfolded, he was doing things that I had not seen an NFL quarterback ever do. Um, his elusiveness, uh, the arm, listen, the other quarterbacks have his arm strength. But the combination of his arm strength and accuracy. Um, and and you, mentioned, you mentioned improv earlier. I mean, yeah. that's what. Yeah, that's. I mean, it does feel like you're covering an improv act with a particular player. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think that's his best skill trait is his ability to improvise. Um, but I still think it was that next year because this town had been scarred for so long with the NFL's longest playoff losing streak ever that. Even that year that he maneuvered through in 2018, you still had to see it in the playoffs to believe that he actually was going to turn the script of the entire franchise, which didn't happen until his second year as a starter in 2019 when he finally broke through. Because, I mean, that Patriots game fell in line with a lot of the history of the Arrowhead playoff games of the mm-hmm. past. The offsides, that you know, just yeah. another just another bad luck moment for, for the Chiefs. But they did beat the Colts in the divisional round the yeah. week before, and that ended the... Home the, playoff the, drought. The, yeah. the play, yeah, the home playoff drought. Right, right, because they had beaten Houston uh, a few years earlier down in, in Texas. So, no, it is. Um, um, this is a city in which you know Len Dawson played, George Brett played, but I think when it's all said and done, the Mount Rushmore of Kansas City sports will begin with with Patrick Mahomes, the best, I think anyway, the best player at the most important position in the most popular sport. In America, and he's hard in, to do better than that. And he's yeah. in Kansas, freaking city. That's yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. It reminds me a little bit of uh, on a lower level, but uh, in two thousand seven and eight, when I was just getting to start covering Steph Curry at Davidson when he was a freshman and a sophomore, and what you're talking about jaw dropping stuff, yeah. you're just like, oh my gosh. Now I didn't know that he would be able to do it at the next level the same way, but I know what you mean. You know, it's just. Nuts, and in, in such a great way. I mean, it makes us uh, all really fortunate, doesn't it? I'm interested just because the story of this draft is that there's four quarterbacks that could go in potential yeah. top ten. It seems to me a, a good year to have like potentially the fourth pick because mm-hmm. there's not, I don't think, a consensus, even if the Panthers have decided on Bryce Young. I don't think all 32 teams would go towards Bryce Young. 
the way that, you know, they'd all go towards Andrew Luck, of, you know, several years ago, something like that. So I'm curious how much you've delved into the other three quarterbacks, knowing that it might not be a given that it's going to be Bryce Young. And does Bryce Young stand out most to you when you watch all these quarterbacks? Well, he stands out the most to me just in terms of a pure highlight perspective. I mean, when I was just watching college football as a fan, I, you know, last year I was like, good gracious, if they could get Bryce Young, man or maybe even the year before when he won the Heisman. Um, but, no, probably I haven't done enough delving into the other three. I mean, I was with C.J. Stroud today. You know, some, all these guys I'm seeing for the first time. So I, I don't cover college football like, like you guys do, and I don't have it. You know, it's we don't have a lot of great college football right near where we are. Um, you know, I've seen some mock drafts where Anthony Richardson really drops. Um Will Levis, you know, went up in betting odds the other day suddenly because of a Reddit, Reddit. post, yeah, right? So, I mean, what if that was actually true? He said today, don't believe everything you read on the Internet, but that, who knows what that means. Um, and Stroud, I think, was originally, the, they're a close second to, to Bryce Young. You're right. I don't think I, I don't think there is a consensus. And, you know, like in the Mahomes year, what was he picked, 10th or Tenth, something? Yeah. How many quarterbacks went in front of him? Just, Trubis- just Trubisky, Trubisky. And, and then Trubisky. Deshaun Watson went two behind, was 12th. Yeah. The Chiefs mm. traded up 17 spots to get uh, into the position to get Mahomes. Wow. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I could have told him about Trubisky. Oh my lord! I did write. I, I did. I did write a very anti-Trubisky column that I'm still reminded of right before the drafts. He, that guy couldn't beat anybody. He couldn't beat Duke. He couldn't beat NC State. I mean, he was not going to win NFL games. He was the epitome of a guy who looked like an NFL court. Looked great walking off the bus. Yeah. One of those. And Bryce Young doesn't. I mean, when he walked off the bus today, you're like, really? Wow. It so is, that's it. It, is, it. it is it's startling. startling. It is. Um, yeah, it his is. Size. Yeah. It's but Curry's the same way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's more his height, I think, than his weight. I didn't find him to be like rail thin. Today. No. No, it doesn't look um, real thin at all. But he's no. he's certainly short. Um, yeah. But I agree with you. He presents himself very well. And listen, I'm sure on draft night, there's going to be tons of questions about his height as well. What stands out to me when I watch him play, though, is he doesn't shy away from hits. Even even uh, with his small stature, I don't find him avoiding contact. Um, but I also think that's why he gets banged up a lot at Alabama is mm. because, especially in the pocket, he doesn't really like to give up on a play. And sometimes in the NFL, you have to give up on plays. For sure. Something Mahomes has learned. Uh, Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, two things. I um, Two games that I remember Bryce Young playing, the Texas game in the regular season where he – uh, he, he showed the best of his elusiveness to uh, get out of trouble. Sure, surefire sack that would have clinched the game for the Longhorns. He scrambles and puts him in a position to get the game-winning field goal. And then the Sugar Bowl. I, I can't remember plays from the Sugar Bowl, but it impressed me that he played in the Sugar Bowl. Had no reason to want to play Kansas State in that game. And previous Nick Saban teams have had stars sit out the bowl game if it's not the – CFP mm-hmm. championship game and and he played and he spoke about that today as well and uh, I was pretty impressed with his his reasoning for wanting to play in that game so mm-hmm. Scott while we have you here um, we, we got to um, ask you about a couple other issues that um, that have some connection to Kansas City how would Major League Baseball play in Charlotte 
Well, uh, that has been a question for many years. I don't think it would do super well, but... They're on the list, right? Uh, they're, they're on. They're always on the list, have been on the list for years, and, and maybe are a little higher on the list now just because Charlotte is one of the larger markets, thriving larger markets mm-hmm. at least, without Major League Baseball. They have a AAA team that plays uptown, and uh, we call it uptown in Charlotte, not downtown. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a Chamber of Commerce thing. But... Um, and it draws well, you know, relatively well. I mean, they lead the minor league sometimes in attendance, eight or 10,000, but oh, goodness, I don't know, 81 games and, you know, trying to draw. What is What do y'all draw? What is this? Uh, not so much uh, with the Royals, but they've been a 100-lost franchise now for um, for a while in, mm-hmm. in that neighborhood since, the, mm. since 2017 was their last competitive team. So... Um, They'll average, they'll average uh, whatever, what does it average out to, 18,000 or something um, a game, even with 100 losses. But, uh, yeah, Charlotte's on the list along with about a half a dozen others when baseball decides to expand. And mm-hmm. look, at the Charlotte market is just – it's the, the growth has been incredible, not just in Charlotte, but, you know, the Triangle area. and uh, Yeah. yeah. There was at one point, a, you know, a bid I thought might work that we're gonna, it was going to put a team sort of in the middle around the Winston-Salem yeah, area. Yeah. Kernersville was the exact city, I think, and they had they had some money behind that, and it kind of fell through. But, you know, I, I'd, of course, love to see it just because it would be fun, but uh, I don't know that it necessarily would do super great. I mean, the Hornets, um, which, you know, were, a, were – um, unbelievable, led the NBA in attendance like eight years in a row in the 90s or whatever. Yeah, and now that. I've kind of come back a little bit on attendance, but had some really down years. And so Charlotte is a little bit, other than the Panthers, you know, the NFL is different. But uh, that sort of like the people are kind of fickle sometimes. Yeah, I remember those uh, uh, those Hornets, the the uh, Del Curry Hornets, yeah, right. not the yeah. Steph Curry. Right. And then also um, – do the Tar Heels make the NCAA tournament next year? Oh gosh! Well, I hope so. Um, that was quite a that was stunner. Uh, what a fall from grace! I think Caleb Love leaving will be uh, addition by subtraction, and that they will be able to find enough shooters in the transfer portal. I mean, they couldn't shoot threes to save their life last year, and that's a, what a. That's a cardinal sin in today's basketball game. I don't know how they got there, but they did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna make it, but uh, like another Final Four run is you know is pretty unlikely, right? That's always so difficult to uh, difficult to do. There you go. All right, Scott Fowler, thanks so much for dropping by, and hope you have a good stay here in Kansas City. Thank you so much. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. 
You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, this is Blair. There are several ways to access the Star Sports section. Let me tell you about a couple of them. There is Sports Pass. For $12.99 a month, you get unlimited digital access to all the Star Sports content, including beat writing, columns, features, pretty much everything we write. The deal renews monthly until you tell us to cancel. For $159.99 a year, you get everything the Star has to offer digitally, including sports and the e-edition. Go to KansasCity.com and drop down to the bottom of the page where it says Start a Subscription for more information. Your support has never been more important. As always, thanks for reading and listening. Being the number one pick would mean what to you? Um, it would just mean I got an opportunity to play to play football. It'd be a blessing for sure. Um, it, it'd be a it, you know it'd be an honor. Um, but again, wherever um, I, I I get picked, uh, what number, what team, um, that's never really something I, I put too much stock into. Something that you know is is, is 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 big for me. I feel like I'll end up where where God wants me to be. Um, but you know, just being picked at all is 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 an amazing blessing. Good luck, Price. Enjoy, man. Thank Thanks. you. I appreciate you. How do you balance the fact that this is a business trip for you guys? You want to have fun and enjoy this week? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, for us, um, you know, there's, I think, you know, for, for all of us, you know, there's always that mix of, you know, of course, there, there's stuff that um, you know, isn't, isn't all 100% football, but I think that's kind of been a big part of this process is balancing all those things. And, um, you know, for, for, for me, at least, you know, I, I'd imagine for a lot of us, this is a, just a monumental week for, for, for us and the people around us that us to be here. And for me, I think the biggest thing is just been trying to focus on on, on that and trying to be in the moment. Um, you know, as everyone's told me, it's been the league. You only get to experience this once. And I, I'm blessed to have my parents and, and, and people around me that uh, are here and supporting me. And to be able to have that, you know, that's kind of where I, I put my focus on. I just wanted to get there one way or the other. Didn't care if it was first round or undrafted free agent because I know, I mean, the work was going to be the same. But uh, it's, it's surreal. I mean, for it to kind of come to fruition and, and hopefully that's a – Come, come true tomorrow is uh, is incredible to think about. What's been the best advice through your NFL journey so far? Be yourself and work hard. I mean, those two things. Uh, as long as you got the right attitude and the right kind of character, then um, it'll it'll take you a long way. What have they said they like about your game, Will? I think they like my experience just with the offenses I've played in. I think uh, my physical tools, my arm strength, my athleticism are definitely. Um, you know, going to be able to help me at the next level. And uh, they like the type of person I am, my character, and what I bring to a locker. And what, what's been some of your preparation? Uh, I mean, pre-draft process was awesome. Was out working with some other quarterbacks and really just honing in to especially really my lower half and, and trying to figure out the things that were throwing me off and making me a little bit inconsistent with my tape. And uh, I think I've become a much better player in this whole pre-draft process. I'm excited to get to rookie minicamp, get to training camp, and uh, and and show them how I've improved. Any favorite team growing up? Any inkling where you might land? No inkling where I might land. Uh, I was a Patriots fan growing up, all Boston sports, so Bruins, Celtics, pulling for them right now in the playoffs. Been watching all their games. Sox, uh, I mean, they're playing in a tough AL East right now, but I mean, still, still loving them. And, uh, but yeah, I was a Patriots fan growing up. What are your emotions like right now? My emotions? Yeah. Excited. Just here with these middle schoolers and kids that you were in their shoes just a few years ago. What is your message to them? Because you're about to achieve the dream right. they all have. You can do anything you put your mind to, uh, especially when you add Christ to that. Uh, so for me, uh, that, that's, that's, what, that's why I'm here today. I mean, I've been through a lot of my life. 
lot of adversities, and I can see it. I can see in some of their eyes. And middle school was a pivotal point in my life to where um, I was going through a lot, but I figured out what I wanted to do in my life, and uh, I didn't always have confidence like I do now. And that's what I was kind of preaching them: is have confidence whatever you do, and realize that you can do anything you want to put your mind to. Um, and uh, I'm, I was at where they were at one day too. And I mean, I'm not nobody special. I'm just little CJ from from the IE. So um, I definitely think that when they see us and they get to touch us, feel us, let, let us know, let them know that they're just like us. And it gives them hope. CJ, how much are you looking forward to this opportunity? I know it's a dream come true to get a chance to play in the NFL. I'm um, looking forward to it a lot, man. I'm very blessed to be an opportunity I have today. God's blessed me with unique talents to uh, put His name first and then my name second. Um, so that's what I continue to do. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC production crew of Monty Davis, Randy Mason, Jeff Rosen, and Scott Chasen. Tip of the cap to Scott Fowler of the Charlotte Observer and Sam McDowell of the Star for sharing their insights. Of course, Morning Sports Edition is where you want to go for your NFL draft coverage and everything else in sports like the NBA and NHL playoffs, baseball, golf, tennis, college sports, everything. Check out this wonderful digital sports section at Live Edition. KansasCity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another Sports Beat KC, where we talk sports in Kansas City every day. Mm-hmm.